Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror movies because he likes them. But she don't. But then we talk about them because she likes talking. And I uh, am doing it as well. Yes. I'm, I'm getting better. He usually don't, but about horror movies, you can't shut him up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> today we're talking about Return of the Living Dead 3, uh, 1993, directed by Brian Uzna. Y-U-Z-N-A. Yuzna? And written by John Penney. Yuzna? Yuzna? We don't know. We we don't know. He is most famous. He did a movie called Society. It was one of his first big movies. And he he produced a bunch of movies, the, like, Reanimator and From Beyond. And I think he wrote From Beyond as well, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Society, that's one I'd like to do eventually. So this is one that we actually have on DVD, so I'm just going to read the back of the DVD case. Oh, uh, content for content warning? Oh. Yeah. So, uh... It's, it says... It says... Okay. Uh, okay. So a content warning <laughs> is... In Return of the Living Dead Part 2, the chemical trioxin turned people into flesh-eating zombies. Now the government is trying to control these unstoppable cannibalistic killers. The Splatterfest... Mm-hmm. Starts when a young man uses the chemical to bring his girlfriend back to life. Kurt, you dummy. Dumb ass. It's and the girlfriend state... is Julie. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's a state of the art. <laughs> and it's, hold on. It's a state of the art special effects show as she starts a chain reaction of the living dead by eating the only thing that will nourish her human brain. Brains. Although, in part two, they use cow brains. I'm Mm -hmm. like, dude, fine, make your girlfriend a zombie, but make sure you have a nice supply of cow brains. There's not a um, whole lot of consistency between these three movies. No, not at all. I'm very They're tonally very different. Yes. They are stylistically very different. They They are three completely unrelated movies, except there's zombies in there, and the zombies don't die from brain destruction. So, Splatterfest, it, it is gory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, medium. It's a medium It has gore. a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Yes. The, the part of self-harm. Julie's thing is that she can, by self-harming, she yeah. uh, loses her appetite for flesh for a little bit. She, she keeps the hunger at bay. Which, not a good message, I think. No, not at all. Don't, don't hurt yourself. And there's some, there's a group of characters in this movie that, this was written by a white person. And uh, they come off very stereotypical Hispanic gangster guys. With a girlfriend who is an Asian stereotype. But so that yeah, was interesting. Was, let's see, and by else? interesting, I mean terrible. <laughs> like, Julie was into self-harm before she turned, though, because she was playing with the lighter and they're like, stop it, and that whole thing. So I think that it was, I don't she think it really manifested. Extreme, yeah. Oh, God, yes. Uh, um. I just don't think that it manifested solely because she turned. I think it was there before. So, and any other content warning? I mean, it's very gory. There's a lot. Most of the special effects are pretty cheap looking. I mean, this movie's made for, uh, according to Wikipedia, estimated around two million dollars, and I don't know how much of that actually made it onto screen and not into somebody's pockets because yeah. uh, some of the special effects are like they're. I think I think they're good budget effects, but the zombies look not as bad as they did in two, but. They don't really look like zombies so much as they look like just generic ghouls. Like, yeah. Anyway. And would you recommend this one? No. No. <laughs> this Watch was, the first one. And, the first one is going. the best yeah. movie. It's just so good. 
Uh, I would recommend this one over two, I think. Yeah. This one's a little bit more a cohesive story, very cheap, but, you know, it feels like this is a movie that they, they had an idea and they went and made that movie cheaply. Yeah. Whereas two, it looked, it feels like they made in a movie, they had an idea, and then people kept saying, well, what if we did this? What if we did this? What if we did, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this one feels a lot more straightforward. All right. Thank you for joining us on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the basic outline of the plot is Kurt, uh, his father works for the army. The army is trying to revive zombies using the tri- trioxin gas. Mm-hmm. And they think they figured out a way to control the zombies, or at least stop them through a new bullet that they've developed that freezes them. Through brain freeze. Yes, through brain freeze. <laughs> Give them all of the ice cream. <laughs> and and it works kind of like okay for a minute, but the zombies don't, they don't stay frozen. No. And so there's a big shit show there, and they're like, oh, we're going to shut down your version of freezing the zombies. They basically sacrifice two, well, one healthy guy, and the other one had already been bitten. So Mm -hmm. they they just, containment, containment, and shut the whole thing down. And he was like, open the door! And they wouldn't, because he's in there with them, and so... And in the military thing, there's a very stone, uh, stern-faced woman mm-hmm. whose plan is to make exoskeletons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her plan is to make exos- exoskeletons for the zombies so that they control them better. Yes. I'm like... And use them for, for battle purposes. Yes. The man who's in, currently in charge, the, the plan that, that the military actually went with, you know, they both put proposals in. They chose his over hers. And he... he he makes a comment that makes her meh. That's like, well, I'm glad they went with the more humane option, which is basically send in the cannibals, mm-hmm. let them eat every everything, destroy everything, and then we'll roll in there, freeze, freeze them, them bo- box them back up, box them back up, take them out for the next battle or war or whatever. Her... Which I'm like, is that humane? Yeah, neither one of these plans seem that good, no. really, when you think about it. But like, if you can't kill them, control them. But while the experiment is happening, uh, Kurt, the the boy, and his girlfriend Julie have snuck in and are watching it using his dad's like key card or whatever, like to get into the base. That is like holographic silver. Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> Very '90s cool. It's, this is already feeling, and this is the tone. You you say they're tonally different. This is the tone of this movie. It is very much after school special meet zombies. Like yeah, that's it. So Kurt and Julie they they watch the zombie thing and they're like, whoa, that's crazy. They take off because somebody hears them like fucking around in the base and they get out without anybody knowing. They go home and have sex. Yeah, because after you see zombies attacking people. It's an aphrodisiac, yeah, don't you know I mean, it? You get all horned up. Yeah. So they go have sex, and Julie's like, "Oh, do you think he, he could still feel it when he was there, like right after sex?" And I'm like, "Gross." No, that's... it was during. Oh, was it during? It was oh. during. It was. That's not the. the... Once again, Julie mm. is. Hmm. Hmm. She is the trash of this. Yeah, she's she's pretty trashy, and so not trashy. She's the trash. Oh, trash from part the one. character. Yes. yes. Well, she's trashy. Either like there's an acceptable name for the character in the first one, and she's pretty trashy in this one. Well, I wouldn't call her trashy. I'm just talking about a traumatic event that you just witnessed during coitus. Going home and having sex after watching yes. zombies eat it's, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, he's trashy too. But they have sex. His dad comes home and's like, "I just got." Fired, basically, we're moving to Oklahoma next week. Pack up your shit. He's like, I'm not going to go. Me and Julie are going to go do our thing. And I'm how old is he supposed to be? Like, I don't know, like 16, 16 to 18, yeah. somewhere around there. I think the actor was like 22 when he played the part. Well, of course, always. But yeah. 
Like, he's old enough that... He's probably about the age that he could be moving out, yeah. but, like, not quite responsible enough to actually do that. Uh, and definitely not what the dad wants. So. Yeah. So, Julie and him take off, and she's feeling up on his crotch while they're riding on his motorcycle, which causes him to spin out or whatever. Yeah. And she launches from the bike in the worst stunt work I've ever seen. <laughs> it looked so silly. She just kind of floated off the bike, and hits a telephone bowl, breaking her neck. Telephone what? Telephone pole, breaking her neck. You said bowl. Telephone bowl. You know, where the bowls, the telephone <laughs> bowls. So yeah, if you've seen her heredity. It's not as interesting as that. No. She just kind of like lazily plops against a telephone pole and then and falls over. And you hear over. a snap and her neck goes, me. So he's like, I'm going to take you and bring you back to life because that's a really good idea. Yeah. So he, he breaks back into the facility. With her dead body on the back of the, mi- uh, the bike. <laughs> Doing weakened at Bernie's again. leaning against him and the person at the gates just like oh go ahead through yeah Uh, even though they had already been there earlier that day like why are they coming back yeah and she's obviously dead like and And it's after hours and the reason he got in the first time his dad yeah his dad was there and now everybody knows his dad is gone there's only one gate into the place did the guy not see anyway so many plot holes (laughs) anyway so he weakens at weakened at bernie's it through the gate drags her basically through the rest of the thing there's a moment where he is kind of looking through like every wall in this place is slatted which is strange like design yeah. choice sure but like i've never seen a military facility it's, like this it, it looks like a okay so this is a very niche reference but it, it looks like a space hulk miniatures game walls like, like it's all just these plastic little walls that they've set up and if you get that reference <laughs> why aren't you following us on all of our major yes. platforms but yeah that, that, i mean they they look very cheap plastic walls that you just kind of push up and there's these slats through there and he watches a stone-faced lady start drilling into the arm of a, a zombie arm that has been still, relieved of yeah. the rest of the body it's so. and, but it's still moving because remember in this movie yeah. The zombies you, don't die just, until yeah. you like completely destroy the body. Correct. So he drags her in, opens the... The can. The can with the zombie in it. The can of dead ass. And it sprays. He suits up. He's mm-hmm. wearing a bunny suit, which has a hole in it, by the way. And, the and not sealed properly, not yeah. Properly sealed to his face. But anyway... <sighs> plot holes <laughs> so he gets the trioxin and it washes over her and so then he like gives her a minute drags her back out into the hallway takes off all of his suit stuff and i'm like the the track what <laughs> what is happening you didn't decontaminate the area and when they were leaving they knocked over the the thing didn't they or no they left open the canister that's what it is because yeah. the canisters are once again the big barrels from the old yes. movies and so he like is trying to wake her up and she's like what what happened where are we blah 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 blah, blah. and all of a sudden here comes super squished zombie guy yeah he's a he's like face is melted into his shoulder so his head's Uh always at an angle and one arm has been melted onto his body so he only has one arm at first but after during the fight he like stretches and rips the flesh off of the side of his face so then he's half skeleton and he's got a skeleton arm and it's like dollar store equivalent to tar man like it's yes, not as interesting not look good as all like, it's, like it's a cool idea but i mean it's like I guess, leaving like, a stretch armstrong in the back window of your car, of yes. your car and just like melting it together it was gross but they if fi- sloth were a zombie from they figure from out Goonies. julie's a zombie and you know she's gonna have to eat brains and she 
you know, she's dead. She can't feel her heartbeat, all that. They escape during the hubba blue with the zombies now running wild in the, in the base. Mm-hmm. And he, she's starving, so he takes her to a like corner store. Mm-hmm. A bodega if you're in New York, okay? I've heard all the fights about, hey, what about this bodega? Bodegas? Do you like bodegas? Corner what, stores. What it's a the, corner store. Yeah. Yeah, it's a corner store. What about all this fight about the bodegas? I don't know, man. It's online. There are all these like, people bitching about like, oh, what's your favorite kind of bodega? It's a corner store. It's a f- Just fucking go get your soda and leave. Like, I don't know. Anyway, we can cut all this up. In New York, bodegas don't have to be on the corner, though. I know. And they don't have to be on the corner here either. They usually are, though. Usually. Anyway. Like, Point but no, like it's a part of a building. Yes. Like it's just a little store inside of a, like that's what a, but anyway. They go to a corner store. It's different. They go to a corner store. They're and not even in New York. No, they're in LA. Yeah. Which, by the way, another thing I want to bitch so about. Why are you bringing up bodegas? I don't know. <laughs> why not? Bitching about LA. It's go our ahead. podcast. We can say what we want. <laughs> you just wanted butts, to say butts, the- butts, 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 butts. <laughs> you just wanted to say the word bodega. I just wanted to bitch about people going like bodega. Like it's a fucking corner store. It's different it though. It's different. Oh. You've been. You've never been. Bougie bullshit. Anyway, that's all New York is. But. Uh... <laughs> So they go to the I where, they go to the corner store because she's hungry. Calling bodegas bougie. I'm sorry. Like I'm no, having no, a moment. Ha- having to refer to them as bodegas instead of goddamn well, corner stores. It's fucking different. It's, it's not fucking different. different. You've never been to a bodega, sir. Anyway, You've only been to corner stores. The actual movie we're when talking I about. Take you to bodegas when we visit New York. I'll anyway. So one of the things I want to bitch about is the fact that they're in Los Angeles doing zombie experiments. You have a population of like 10 million people or whatever in Los... I don't know what the population of Los Angeles is. I know it's pretty high. It's like the second largest city in the United States, isn't it? Why would you experiment there instead of like Montana? Anyway, I'm getting worked up about this in Bodegas. They go to the corner store because she's hungry. They start. She starts eating Twinkies and gets in the fight with this Mexican gang. But what if there's a Bodega in Montana? They wouldn't call it a Bodega. They just call it a goddamn corner store. If it was a corner store, it's a gas station. But a Bodega is different. It's whatever you want to call it. It's... Bodegas are not gas stations. Okay, okay, calm down. It's okay. Let's move on. I'm not the one getting worked <laughs> up about the fucking word. Oh, bodega. you're starting to get worked up because it's different. <laughs> it is. Not... It's not a gas station. There is uh, no gas at a bodega. The there could be newspapers. The corner store at the beginning of our neighborhood is that a bodega? Uh, maybe. I think it might be. No, because it's kind of a standalone building. Okay. But it Bodega has... is part of a big building, and it's like, you don't understand the term city block, man. Like, you need... Okay. Anyway, moving on. It's a thing. They get notified with this uh, gang of really kind of stereotypical Mexican, like, central... Or East LA yeah. gang members, right? They keep saying SA and SA. I've never heard SA Vato, before. Yeah, and and yeah. I'm like, mm, uh, I don't I, think I should never say the word Vato again because whoo, it comes it sounds gross coming out of my go, mouth. Go ahead. Vato. <laughs> See? It sounds Italian instead of Mexican. <laughs> anyway. Vato. So they get into a fight with the the guys at the back of the store playing video games. Um, the owner of the corner store gets shot in like the tussle because the the guys try to rob the bodega while they're at it. Um, That is not a thing. Isn't it part of a larger building? I don't think it is. I think it's part of a larger building. I don't think so. Anyway, fucking bodega. And it's a gas station. No, it's not. They don't have gas. No, it's at the it's at the corner of a large like group of buildings. Okay, anyway, it's a corner store because it's literally on the corner. Anyway. The guys come out and the the gang guys shoot the motorcycle and kick it over 
so that they can't escape. They jump into the van uh, of the corner store's owner. He comes out and like, take me to the hospital. Because he's bleeding. Because he's bleeding his... from the gunshot wound. Yeah. And they're like, okay. He jumps in the back. The police start chasing him. <laughs> the guy, the corner store guy is like, no, just let me go with the police. And he's like, no. And they start driving. <laughs> <laughs> the police start shooting at the van, assuming because they're peeling out from the shooting. Yeah. They start shooting at the van, killing the corner store guy by shooting him in the head. Well, because he opens the, the thing. He opens of, the like, door to don't shoot, like, stop don't shooting. Don't shoot. And then they shoot, they shoot him, him in the head. head. So Julie like sees this and goes Jumps back there the and back. starts munching on the brains while Kurt's driving. She kept trying like the Hostess cupcakes and snowballs yes, and whatever and she tasted could. Yes, nothing tasted right. And she kept spitting it out and oh and julie did bite one of the gang guys yes on the way out so julie's eating the brains kurt finally like evades the police for a little while sees her eating the brains freaks out the they're like we gotta go he's like i love you but don't do that the cops show up corner store owner is now a zombie missing the top of his head very bad special effects yeah he attacks the two cops Julie and Kurt have taken off. It was kind of like a switcheroo that the movie was pulling, but not a very good one. No. I mean, the cops were right behind them, and then they turned down an alleyway and lost them, like, with one turn. But they didn't run off. They went down into the sewer. Yeah, they, they went into, like, a back alley thing, which led to the L.A. What do they call it? There's the, like, they used it in Terminator 2. It's the big, like, when the city floods... The waterways or whatever? Yes. Yeah, they they go they end up in the waterways. She almost bites Kurt, which makes her like freak out because she's like becoming more and more zombie this whole time. She goes to the edge of a like she takes off running because she almost bit Kurt. Stands on the edge of a bridge, and when he's like, "Stop! You're being silly!" She jumps once mm. again. Very bad special effects. Yes. He runs down there looking for her, and then there's we... a guy watching them. This and whole he time. says this weird thing about like the river swallowing up three men in new orleans or whatever and i love kurt's look on his face during this where he's just yes. like okay. okay like he's like looking back and forth I don't, it was hilarious he's like don't say anything to the crazy guy and maybe he'll go away and then that the, the crazy guy is river man yeah you can already see where this is going <laughs> played by basil wallace who actually did a bunch of really cool stuff I don't have like his full filmography here, but he's like been in a million things. He's like done a lot of off off Broadway stuff. He was on some show for a while, but like anyway, he's not like the most well-known actor, but he's a good actor. Okay. But like one of the best characters, if not the best character of this entire goddamn forsaken movie, <laughs> like I want a whole movie about Riverman and his history because, oh, he has one. So Riverman and Kurt are going down the river trying to find Julie's body. They find it. They find it eventually. She's they, drowned. She's like, dr- well, like she's waterlogged or whatever. They get her up and she starts moving in because one well, he's zombie. like, she's gone, man. She's gone. She the river took her, and he's like, that's impossible. And he goes, I you you saw her jump too, mm-hmm. and he's like, you don't understand. It's not possible. And so, of course, she spits up water and is like, "Uh, you should have let me die. And he's like, that's not how this works. The gang who, uh, the one guy who got bit is very sick at this point. So they're pissed off that he's dying or whatever. They decide to find Kurt and Julie because... And by the way, this whole time, it keeps flashing back to the military guys, like trying to... They have an APB out on the motorcycle, but then the motorcycle was 
damage, which like cool. Thanks, gangsters, for making us change transpo yeah. so that we're not whatever. And so that his dad is like freaking out. No, you will save my son. Blah, 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 blah. And the lieutenant is like, well, I should take control because this is just you know considering the circumstances. I'll just no. He's in his role until such and such a time. And so like there's that back and forth. And finally she goes above the commanding officer's head and gets the papers that basically says that she's in the job that he was Mm -hmm. now and he takes matters into his own hands and goes to try to find them anyway that's all happening intermixed in between the scenes that we're describing so the band of gangsters gangster or whatever kids, yeah. they see the cops down the alleyway near the van and they're like oh well they must the only way out of the alleyway is down in the sewers which ends up here so they do better detective work than the actual police officers <laughs> yes and so they they pull up right as she spits up the water and there's no time to explain to riverman what's happening mm-hmm. and i'll this is possible and they come out but there's water in between them like a, a river yeah very like, shallow river whatever like they were walking in it and it didn't go above their knees yeah <laughs> whatever so they drive up and they're like you come here and they're like no <laughs> and river man's like come on i'll keep you safe and so he leads them into the sewers mm-hmm. There's a, a water pump room, pump room yeah. that Riverman lives in, and he's like, stay as long as you need, blah, 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 make sure she's okay, and is basically taking care of these strangers who he happened upon. And then the military finally get their heads out of their asses and decide to go down into the sewers as well, but first it's the- The gang. The gang. And the one that she bit at the bodega mm-hmm. finally turns. So the gang is trying to- Get into the pump room. Riverman had left for some reason. Can't remember why. Julian, what's his name? Kurt, are in there by themselves. The gang starts trying to get in. They hold Riverman hostage. Kurt comes out when he hears the yelling, I think is what it is. And they're like, bring out the bitch or whatever. So the like leader of the gang goes back. And, like They're holding Kurt and Riverman hostage. He goes in the back of the room, I guess, to, to rape her. Yeah. And they shut the door. And you start hearing him screaming. She comes out like all monstrous. No, no, she was monstrous before. Yeah. Okay, so what happened was, is Riverman gave him privacy. I'll I'll make sure you're safe and st- stood guard outside the door. And then um, they bumped uglies again. Yes. He's so necrophilia. Zombie, yep. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, it's just very awkward. She's yes. dead. Mm-hmm. She's dead. It's not even warm anymore. You know. Oh God! Like, I didn't even think about that. How could you not? <laughs> Knowing it's his own girls. I don't like it. All right, moving on. He so. had sex with the body. <laughs> so think about that. he fell asleep, you know, post-coital coma, and she is ravenous. Post-mortem coitus? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway. Moving on. So she um, finds shards like of glass and, glass and, shit. and starts cutting up her legs and starts putting nails on her thing. She ties a rock to her hand, which you were like, yeah, I don't know what that's about. And then you and see then that she's got a like. She has the nail through her hand, a la Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has it looped with leather, 
where did she find this leather? I don't know. And it's well, weighing it down. So she was wearing a leather jacket earlier. Did I can't remember. No, she's, she's still it. wearing. Oh, it. she's still wearing. I don't know then. Maybe not. Fuck if I know. You can see her boobies. Yes, her boobs are out. She has been not ashamed of showing boobies this whole time. She has laced a collar through mm-hmm. her neck, like she made lots of slits in her neck and have weaved it in and out of the slit. It was gross. Ugh. And uh, she has shards of glass just shoved into her face. And I mean, it's a look. There, there's a lot of choices happening. Um, not necessarily choices I would encourage. But, you know, the aesthetic is, is it, it is an aesthetic. I do have to say, when I first watched this movie as a kid, that, that scene was kind of hot for me. Oh, God. We'll get into that later. Anyway, so she comes out. She... <laughs> She kills the gangster, comes out, ends up infecting the other guy. The one she had bit earlier comes back to life and bites the girl. Yeah. And so now all the gang members are zombies. Mm-hmm. Riverman and her and Kurt are trying to escape. Or yeah, trapped in the pump room, trying to escape. He, Riverman keeps telling Kurt like, let ju- let's just leave Julie behind. She's already turned. She just ate some people. Like, <laughs> Kurt is like, go take her and do this, and he. Her? You want no, me to no, take I'm her? Not taking her? <laughs> no. Because Riverman, for a crazy person who lives in a pump room, has down by more the river. logic than a dick-minded teen. Yes. So anyway, she Kurt or um, Kurt stays behind to like hold off the zombies while Riverman and Julie escape. They start escaping. Julie ends up eating Riverman. Yeah, and Kurt comes in and is like, "Not him." Yeah, like that's when he finally kind of gives up on her. But the police ch- or the military catch up with him at the same mm-hmm. time. He's like standing in the way of the cryogenic bullet or whatever he steps out of the way lets her get shot cut to the zombies have all been captured the dad is getting moved on they're experimenting on riverman putting him in the exoskeleton kurt realizes that julie is going to be used as one of the experiments decides to break her out causes another fucking gigantic fucking (laughs) zombie escape fucking kurt dude like just what a shithead Causes another zo- big zombie attack. He gets bit in it this time. Julie's like, what are we going to do? And he takes them to the inferno or in, in, into the furnace room and they kiss as they burn. Yeah. That's the end. Turn yeah. to the dead three. I mean. <laughs> do you want to get into it? No, I can. Sure. Her name was Julie, right? Uh, I, th- I believe so. I'm, 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 don't hold me to that. I think I think it was Julie as well. But like, I was like, is this? No. Don't. You know, the Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Like Julie. But his name was Kurt. So yes. I was like, okay, we're, we, you know, whatever. They had only been living in LA for six months. Yes. So he only knew this girl for six months. At most. And she left all of her friends to go break into, like she was hanging out with they her friends on the pier. They had to break into the military installation. Yes. And so, like, she was hanging out with with all of them. That was the only time we saw any of her other friends. Mm -hmm. But they run off together to do this. And by the end of the night, she's kissing him, a boy she's known for six months, Mm -hmm. burning in a furnace because she's a zombie. And she can't be trusted to live because she's a freaking zombie. It's very Romeo and Juliet. (sighs) I hate this. Young love and the destruction that comes with it. Look, I know breakups are hard, guys. I know. I know. Uh, I'm so sorry if you're hurting right now. There are other fish in the sea. Do not fuck a zombie, dude. Like, there's so many better... Your hand. Your hand is a fucking better choice than a fucking dead-ass zombie. Okay? I feel like this is a thing we shouldn't have to explain to people, but here we are. Here we are. Okay, so I have to admit, when I was 
14 or 15 when I first found this movie. This was the first of the Return of the Movie Living Dead movies I had ever saw. It was on like HBO or Cinemax or something like that late at night. I watched it. I thought these two were the coolest fucking kids. Like I was like, look at them. They don't have to listen to parents. He's got like a ministry poster on his wall. That's fucking cool. And the attraction to Julie I had as a kid explains so much of the problems I ran into in high school with some of the girls I liked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm nothing like her. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like I, not, at all. No, no, no disrespect to those girls now because they've changed. I was a shithead asshole in high school too, so <laughs> it's just part of being a teen. But yeah, like yeah, if you this were, very much set the course of my life for five or six years, like. <laughs> Our demographic is like 35 to 40. Shout out, because that's like literally us. But if you are a teen listening to this, stop being a shithead. Like, don't <laughs> it's gonna be, be better. really hard. Do right? better. Learn from we other people's mistakes teen, so that you don't have to yes. live with your mistakes. But yeah, like, I, I, I really thought this movie was like so cool and like, yeah, I, I could, will sacrifice I could... everything for you. When you're 14, that's kind of a cool movie. Well, yeah, Watching because you have nothing a... to sacrifice. Yes. Like, you have nothing Watching in your life. As a 40-year-old, oh I'm like, God. oh, my God, these kids are fucking idiots. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to liken that moment to <laughs> to the Little Mermaid. Yes, that's exactly like, what I was thinking. I love him. And I'm like, bitch, you don't even know him now. I you know, you you're you're irresponsible. You're sixteen. I'm I'm a grown woman. And I'm like, no, you're not, sit down. Like But yeah, like this movie's got it's so cheaply made. Like the cast is what, fifteen people, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. A lot of extras. Yeah, a lot of extras. I'm betting a bunch of them played multiple roles. Yeah, probably. Like that I I would put money on that. Oh, and Scuzz was in this. Yes, the only person to be in all three movies was Brian Peck, who played Scuzz in uh, Return of the Living Dead 1. He played some assorted zombies in Return of the Living Dead 2. And then he played one of the lab techs in Return of the Living Dead 3. The only real connection these movies have. <laughs> I mean, and they've not made any more. Oh, no, they made more, but they're even worse than the, oh, these two. Oh, like... No, stick with the classic, guys. Just, just, just watch, watch the first, the first one. one. Just watch the You can watch one. the second one if you want to watch it like a... Like, I, I would say two and three. I mean, if you really want to watch a zombie movie, there are better ones out there, but eh, it's not the worst waste of time you've had. Mm. I thought this one I was slightly better than two. I thought this one was slightly <laughs> yes. better than two. Yes. Okay, so... Menu? Okay, we can go there. Oh, what, what did you want to say? Well, this is the third one, and we're stopping mm-hmm. after this one, yes. right? Thank God. Okay, so <laughs> you, you were discussing how each movie had its own tone. Yeah. What is the tone of the first one? It's like a fun, campy, kind of like dark horror or dark comedy kind of fun. You know what I mean? Second one? The second one, it, it comes off kind of like a kid's movie to me. Okay. But like not for kids at all. No. And this third one is supposed to be kind of like a romantic, dark horror movie you know what i mean but it ends up being just cheap you know what i mean like it's yeah it's very after school special yes with a slightly better budget so two million dollars was spent on this movie Mm -hmm. how much did it make in theaters in theaters it made about fifty four thousand. so sometimes what happens with these kind of things though is the reason it might have just got released in one theater. Okay. And they do that because they have a, contra- a contractual obligation that they have to release it in the theaters. And so it gets released in a theater or five or whatever, usually in the middle of nowhere. They put it out, put it in for a weekend, and then just pull it 
because they make their money through sales of DVDs or VHSs or broadcasting rights for HBO or USA or whatever. That's how they make their money back on these. Okay. And usually they don't pay their casts and everything very much. It's oh, That's why you get a lot of very young actors like George Clooney. One of his first movies was a horror movie. Uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston's first movie was like Leprechaun. Like... <laughs> All right. Uh, menu. Okay. What are you going to make? Ugh. I don't know, man. Like Twinkies? She was dumping yeah. a bunch of Twinkies. Snowballs, Twinkies, cupcakes, hostess cupcakes. Any kind of like sweetie type of bodega food. Go to hell. <laughs> you can make some cow brains, squirrel brains. Don't. don't People eat those things. Do I don't that. eat brains. It's gross. Yeah. Let's let's not. Yeah. Don't eat brains. It's weird. Let's not even say we did. Let's just not. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a whole lot of food in this one. It's not a very appetizing movie to begin with. You the could, zombies look like pretzels sometimes, ooh, so you could eat You can pretzels. make rock candy. No? Because then, like, because she sticks. Into shards of glass. Yes, there yes. you go. There you go. Skewers. Kebabs. Kebabs. Meat on kebabs because she was skewering her fingers. Uh, <laughs> no? No. Zombie movies aren't very appetizing. No. So. Not usually. Yeah. Right? So uh, do we want to get to the where we judge this movie for all it's done? I don't I don't think we have enough time for that, <laughs> but yes, we can rate okay, it. Okay, so let's rate this movie. Wait, scale of one to ten. What is our uh, scale going to be? One to ten stolen cube key cards. One to ten self nipple piercings. Oh, oh god. One to ten melted Stretch Armstrongs. One to ten vatos. Was that worse? Vato. Vatos. Still sounds Italian when you say it. I don't know how. One to ten corner stores. (laughs) Bodegas. One to ten bodegas. Yes, let's do that. Corner stores. Gotcha. All right. So I'm going to put this right at five corner stores. Uh, It's not as bad as number two. Like this one is cheaply made. Um, I don't know. It's not a fun movie, but it's not a bad movie. So it's right in the middle. It's a five. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. It really affected me when I was a kid, and it just proves what a moron I was as a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) And you? I'm going to give it three bodegas. Corner stores. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. She was pretty. Yeah. Uh, She went on to do... uh... Not my thing when she went all Mm stabby-stabby and, like... Not my aesthetic. Definitely a choice. I'm I'm surprised I haven't seen more cosplay of this. Yeah. Like, it would be really cool to show your your skills as a special effects makeup artist. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen it, so. She would go on to be a main character in the OC for all four seasons. I mean, she has a face for it. Yeah. So, Kurt wasn't bad to look at either. He just wasn't, like, spectacular. Yeah. And the acting was just like, meh. Pretty wooden. But, like, oh, we should have done Riverman. Oh, Rivermans. Rivermans. Three three Rivermans. Okay. Five Rivermans. We're going to start uh, she shanting. She shanting? No. Oh, man. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, Return of the Living Dead 3. Next week, we're not going to do one of these. So. Yay. Before we go, check out our Instagram at Murder She Don't. Check out our TikTok at Murder She Don't. Check out our Twitter at Murder She Don't 1. The, got the number one. Yeah, whoever's got Murder She Don't on Twitter. Fuck you. <laughs> been long enough now damn it i hate you anyway recommend us to friends and family join us next week when we watch you know what we've been saying let's do hellraiser for a little bit like we've been talking about it since episode like five you've been talking about it it's kind of a classic movie it uh features pinhead who is kind of a big horror icon at this point Mm -hmm. you've never seen it and i think i think hellraiser is a good one you think i'll like it no (laughs) 
I think you're gonna like the 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 backstory stuff a lot about it, but I don't think you'll like the movie itself. Cool. Like who Clive Barker is, the guy who created it. I think you'll like that stuff. But anyway, so we're gonna watch Hellraiser next week. Woo 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 woo. So join us for that. And remember, I, I liked, liked you when, when you were, were the, the way, way you, you were, were before. before. Yeah, that's you know, fine. Fucking Kurt. Good enough. Yeah. I love it. Hi, that's you.